Now it's time for our daily Bloomberg Law Brief, exploring legal issues in the news. And today, Bloomberg Law host Greg Store discusses whether or not police departments can collect and store vast amounts of data collected from license plate readers. He speaks with Jonathan Adler, professor at Case Western University School of Law, and Catherine Crump, a professor at Berkeley Law School. Let's start just with the policy issues before we get into the the legal issues involving this case. Why should I, if I'm somebody who drives a lot but has not been involved with a crime, uh, why should I care about whether police are keeping photos of, of my license plate? because where you go can reveal a great deal about you. Um, We're not talking about the police, you know, incidentally seeing your license plate as you drive by. No one thinks that's a problem. And no one's even objecting to the police using license plate readers to automatically look at license plates and check to see if the person who's driving the car may have uh, been wanted for a crime. What we're talking about is should the police be retaining vast databases, storing license plate readers for months or even years, information um, that, as I said, can be uh, revealing of where people go, and the vast majority of which pertains to absolutely innocent people. Jonathan, let me ask you to give the opposite side. From a policy standpoint, what's the argument in favor of giving uh, uh, law enforcement officials a broad ability to, to hang on to this sort of data? Well, I mean, the argument would be that this is public information, that your license plate number unlike, say, your Social Security number or other personally identifying information, is there for everyone to see. And that uh, if a private citizen wanted to, for example, collect the data uh, or the information of every license plate number that went by their house, they would be able to do so. Uh, And that there's no reason the government shouldn't be able to collect that information, uh, particularly if there are safeguards to prevent the, the misuse of that information for things other than legitimate criminal investigations. That's Jonathan Adler, a professor at Case Western University School of Law, and Catherine Crump, a professor at Berkeley Law School, speaking with Bloomberg Law host Greg Store. You can listen to Bloomberg Law Weekdays at 1 p.m. Wall Street time here on Bloomberg Radio. Now among the top legal stories from Bloomberg Law, Donald Trump cannot dismantle his charitable foundation while it's under investigation. That's the word from the New York Attorney General's office. State prosecutors are investigating whether the president-elect personally benefited from the foundation's spending. In a tax filing last year, Trump's charity admitted it violated IRS regulations that prevented from using its money to benefit Mr. Trump, his family, or his companies. The European Union is screening 92 jurisdictions, including the United States, to determine whether they will end up on an EU tax haven blacklist. The list includes 65 countries or jurisdictions that fail to meet two sets of criteria involving transparency issues, the exchange of bank information and fair taxation. That's according to confidential documents obtained by Bloomberg BNA. And that's this morning's Bloomberg Law Brief. You can find more legal news at BloombergLaw.com and BloombergBNA.com. Attorneys will find exceptional legal research and business development tools there as well. Visit BloombergLaw.com and BloombergBNA.com for more information.